Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Let us be on our guard while the promise of entering into his rest remains that none of you seem to have failed. For in fact, we have received the good news just as our ancestors did, but the word that they heard did not profit them, for they were not united in faith with those who listened. For we who believed enter into that rest, just as he has said, as I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter into my rest." And yet his works were accomplished at the foundation of the world. For he has spoken somewhere about the seventh day in this manner. And God rested on the seventh day from all his works. And again, in the previously mentioned place, they shall not enter into my rest. Therefore, let us strive to enter into that rest so that no one may fall after the same example of disobedience. The word of the Lord. Do not forget the works of the Lord. What we have heard and know and what our fathers have declared to us, we will declare to the generation to come the glorious deeds of the Lord and his strength. That they too may rise and declare to their sons that they should put their hope in God and not forget the deeds of God, but keep his commands. And not be like their fathers, a generation wayward and rebellious, a generation that kept not its heart steadfast nor its spirit faithful, Toward God. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. When Jesus returned to Capernaum after some days, it became known that he was at home. Many gathered together so that there was no longer room for them, not even around the door, and he preached the word to them. They came bringing to him a paralytic carried by four men. Unable to get near Jesus because of the crowd, they opened up the roof above him. After they had broken through, they let down the mat on which the paralytic was lying. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to him, Child, your sins are forgiven. Now some of the scribes were sitting there asking themselves, Why does this man speak that way? He is blaspheming. Who but God alone can forgive sins? Jesus immediately knew in his mind what they were thinking to themselves. So he said, Why are you thinking such things in your hearts? Which is easier to say to the paralytic, Your sins are forgiven? Or to say, rise, pick up your mat, and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority to forgive sins on earth, he said to the paralytic, I say to you, rise, pick up your mat, and go home. He rose, picked up his mat at once, and went away in the sight of everyone. They were all astounded and glorified God, saying, We have never seen anything like this. The Gospel of the Lord. St. Augustine called him the illustrious doctor of the churches. St. Jerome said he was a most eloquent man and the trumpet of the Latins against the Arians. They were speaking of today's honored saint, Hilary of Poitiers. St. Hilary was born at Poitiers of an illustrious family in France, known then as Gaul. He was brought up in idolatry, but gave us a detailed step-by-step account of how God conducted him into the faith. Using his reason, he concluded that because man is a moral and free agent, he must receive a reward after this life. Also using his reason, Hillary deduced 
there could only be one God. A plurality of gods was absurd to Hillary because if God were eternal, unchangeable, all-powerful, and the first cause of all things, well, he had to be one. For all things had to start with one thing, not many things, one God, not many gods. Hillary then took to sacred scripture and his search for knowledge was buttressed by what he found. He was struck by the title God gave himself when conversing with Moses. I am who am. What was God telling Moses there but that he was pure existence? Reading the New Testament completed Hillary's search. Reading the beginning of John, he saw where the word had become flesh. And the word was co-eternal and consubstantial with the Father. Hillary was married and had a daughter when he became Christian. He was so smart and eloquent that he was elected bishop around 350 A.D. He tried all he could do to escape ordination, but it was no use. His brilliance soon made him known all over Gaul and throughout the whole church. That, of course, got Hillary in trouble. In his third year as bishop, he was exiled, banished to modern-day Turkey. Hillary was exiled for being Catholic. You see, the Roman emperor, Constantius, was an Arian He followed the wicked heresy, as most of the ruling class and the world's bishops did at the time, of the renegade priest Arius. The heretic priest Arius argued that Christ was a creature and therefore not divine. It was all very tragic. The Roman emperor Constantius' father was Constantine, the man who liberated Christianity in the year 313 and paved the way to make Christianity the official religion of the Roman Empire. And then, just a few years later, Constantine's own son went over to the heretics. The bishop Hillary, being a fool for Christ, accepted exile as others would accept pleasure trips. Quote, he thought nothing of the hardships and dangers and his enemies having a soul above the smiles and frowns of the world and his thoughts fixed only on God. He was exiled for three years but was so effective at refuting the Arians in the east that they begged the emperor to get rid of the troublesome priest. The emperor sent him back to Gaul in 360 where he was met with joy. In Poitiers, Hillary removed scandal. He restored discipline peace and purity of faith. And then he died in 368. Someone wrote, Hillary earnestly recommended beginning every action and discourse by a prayer. He breathed a sincere and ardent desire of martyrdom and had a soul fearless of death. He had the greatest veneration for the truth sparing no pains in its pursuit and dreading no dangers in its defense. St. Hilary of Poitiers was proclaimed a doctor of the church by Pope Pius IX in 1851. 